Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to share our podcast has been nominated in Boise Weekly's annual Best of Boise contest. And while it's an honor to be nominated, I have to admit it would be even more fun to win. If we've helped you connect to the city you love, go to the link in the show notes to vote for us by May 23rd. Thanks, Boise. Today on CityCast Boise, the scent of fall is in the air and that makes us crave anything pumpkin themed. It also makes us want to get away for a few days to take it all in. Today's the first in a three-part series on fall getaways and Frankie Barnhill's here to share our guide to the best leaf-peeping day trips from Boise. It's Monday, September 25th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Frankie. Hey, Emma. I feel like I already know the answer to this, but it just seems worth asking to get a baseline. You're a fall girly, right? Oh yeah. Fall. This is my era. This is this is my time. These are my people. Uh yeah. I'm like so ready for this. Uh I've been waiting all year and and here we are and it's 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 the best time of the year in my opinion. No argument for me obviously, but like, you know, you see leaves turning and you're not depressed. I've talked to a couple summer people who've been yeah. really sad, really lamenting the end of summer. Yeah, summer people see leaves turning bright colors and dropping and are sad and I'm like, "Yes, give me more. <laughs> Where's my pumpkin spice latte?" Yeah, yeah, I'm and honestly, it is just really um it's just great every year to see just how vibrant um, and how much of a show-off Idaho can be uh, with the colors. Yeah, we have some really gorgeous colors here, but leaf leaf peeping isn't quite as big a thing in Idaho as it is other parts of the country, right? Yeah, I think that's definitely true. I mean, I've lived I've lived in a place where leaf peeping was like a cottage industry. I lived in Minnesota for about six years, and especially in northern Minnesota. I mean, everybody thinks of the Northeast, obviously, right? New England for for leaf peeping, but uh, the the northern Midwest has some really good leaf peeping as well. And I will say it's definitely better than Idaho, but there are things to do and places to go that are worthwhile. Uh, maybe not quite as beautiful, uh, just as vibrant of colors, but um, pretty close. Yeah, I used to live uh, right next to the Smoky Mountain National Park. Oh, you were that, there. You yeah, were there. and in the summer, people were like, wait till you see the trees. And I was like, I was, I, we have pretty trees in Idaho, too. And then when it was turning, you're like, oh, oh, I see why people drive thousands of miles for this. <laughs> yeah. But for this conversation, we're actually encouraging people to get out of Boise, not as far as the Smoky Mountain National Park, but yeah. a ways out, <laughs> which is kind of unusual for us. Um, where do you recommend people go outside of Boise to check out the leaves? Yeah, I would start, I would head to Sun Valley. I would hop in the car and uh, drive the two to three hours, two and a half to three hours that it takes to get there and um, make a weekend of it. I think it's, I think it's my favorite place to go check out leaves in the fall. Um, And with lots of different options, like depending on how indoorsy or outdoorsy you are, you can, you can go about it in a number of different ways. There's also quite a bit of variety. There's this uh, article I found um, from the 
the Visit Sun Valley website. We'll link to it in the show notes. But one of the things the author said that I thought was interesting that I realized in retrospect when I've gone to Sun Valley in the fall is true, where, um, you know, the further up north you are at the top of the valley, uh, the more likely the colors are to turn soon because it gets colder the further north you are. And then as you go down the valley a little bit, um, you might be able to catch the leaves a little bit later, like in uh, mid or even late October. So that's kind of fun, too, that there's like number of spots to stop at. So I would say, I mean, one of the first places I would go is like go up to like where Galena Lodge is. So on the northern side. Um, yeah, the lodge won't be open necessarily because it closes for the season, but you could still walk around up there and there's going to be plenty of like aspen trees and cottonwoods to check out. Um, and then if you can handle a, a hike, um, maybe hike around uh, Bald Mountain. Go, there's this great um, loop that's like a two-hour hike, so not crazy, but, you know, enough enough strenuous if, if you want to get out there a little bit. That one's beautiful because you'll get both the view of the actual mountains and the trees that are on mountains, but then mostly it's looking down at the valley to be able to see to see what the trees look like down there. Also, have you ever been to... Draper Preserve is what it's called. That's in Haley. It's like a little bit outside of town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's super pretty. That is a great spot. Yeah. There's this wooden bridge. It's like totally like Instagrammable. Like everybody gets their senior photo there, I think, uh, if you live in the in that area. But it's, you know, along the uh, over the Bigwood River. And there's the fall foliage that's, of course, um, you know, like cottonwoods and stuff along the river. But there's also this meadow and the grasses turn colors, too. So you kind of get the show of like the trees along with what's going on in the meadow at that spot, too. Yeah, up there, Haley, Ketchum, uh, Bellevue, any of those spots up there, such gorgeous spots. That's that's kind of one of my go-to. I don't know if you've ever been to the running of the sheep in Ketchum. I've never actually seen it. I was there like the weekend before once. Oh, I missed it. I've never been. What? what yeah, what's it like? Is it worth it? Perfect. It's a per- That's a perfect weekend, yeah. uh, little fall getaway thing, because you can go up, uh, I, I believe it's around uh, the first or second week in October, yep. and you can go up and spend the weekend. You can go look at the leaves. You can go do some hiking, and then they run all of the sheep through town. And uh, it's been a favorite thing of mine since I was a kid. It's like a really mm. fun way to spend fall. And, you know, perfect to go get your coffee and to stand. It's going to be much cooler up there than yeah. it is down here. So bring a coat and stuff. But uh, one of my favorites, definitely. You mm. mentioned the aspens and the cottonwoods. What other kind of trees are we talking up there? And, and what colors? What colors are we looking for? Yeah. So, uh, so many cottonwoods because of the wonderful waterways, of course, mainly the Bigwood River. Um, so you're going to see lots of uh, gold, and yellows with the the cottonwoods. Sometimes every once in a while there's a year where like the cottonwoods just kind of turn brown and then drop. But <laughs> this year, I think we're going to have some good yellows that that's kind of the payoff for causing all of our crazy allergies in the in the spring with all the cotton. Um, and then, yeah, quaking aspen. Of course, it it's mostly that golden color that you can expect, you know, offset with the bark that's like so distinctive and cool. Every once in a while, though, there's a year where just like the conditions and uh, the genetics of the tree, whatever, uh, they'll sometimes turn like red and orange. So that'll happen on occasion. Um, And then, yeah, there's Rocky Mountain maples are native to Idaho, and those will turn red. You won't see as many of those. Like a lot of it is is cottonwoods and aspens. But yeah, you'll see see those vibrant reds every once in a while as well.
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you have a favorite memory of fall in Wood River Valley? Yeah. So actually, my very first year when I moved to Boise, um, it was like two days before Halloween and my friends were already in town and they said, we're getting in the car. Like, sure, throw your bags in your room. Uh, And now we're going to this other place uh, called Sun Valley. And I just remember being like, this is magical. Like, it is so gorgeous. We went to um, one of the hot springs right outside of town, and I have, like, a vivid memory of looking up and seeing the sun, like, filtering through the cottonwood golden leaves uh, while we're in this hot spring, and it's it was gorgeous. So it was actually, like, my first week in Idaho, my first week in Boise. I spent a little bit of time there, and it was a wonderful welcome. That's perfect. And it really is so astoundingly beautiful up there. Like, I just think if you haven't, if you haven't yet done, if you, if you're like new to Boise and you haven't done like a little road trip yet, going up to Ketchum and, uh, and even for me, I, I do love to go up through Sun Valley and usually in the fall, uh, camp for a couple nights up nice. around Ketchum, north of Ketchum. Uh, but you could drive through, through there, spend a couple days in Ketchum and, uh, then head up over the summit and stop at the Smiley Creek Lodge Ugh. on your way to Stanley, which is a favorite of mine and um, somewhere we hung out a lot as a, as kids. And then one of my favorite places to go in the fall for uh, the changing of uh, the leaves is actually Redfish Lodge, Ooh. which is packed in the summer. Like you sure. can't even get into the parking yeah. lot anymore. It's Good wild. Luck. Yeah. But the fall is actually a nice time to head up there, especially if you go, if you're able to go on a weekday, you it won't be so busy. And uh, the, the trees are super beautiful up there. So many aspens, like you said, so many cottonwoods. And also just, uh, just that air just gets so crisp and perfect uh, up there. I know. One of my favorites. And, and also, again, really great place if you're looking to do a little fall camping, but you don't want to necessarily fully rough it. Uh, the campgrounds around Redfish. You'll never get into them in the summer. You're you're out of luck. But in the in the fall, that's a really good time to go, and you have a lot of an- amenities and stuff there too. Emma, that's such a good hack. I'm so glad you talked about Stanley because you're right. I feel like I've kind of just like stopped going to Stanley in the summer. It's just too busy. Fall is this extra special season that we get if we're lucky and have a nice one. Uh, and oftentimes, especially with things getting more busy, I mean, those spots that we have loved to death, uh, there's a little bit of room for us in the fall. That's really nice. Yeah. Well, it's. I'm wondering what it'll be like this year because we had this, you know, unusual summer with yeah. long stretches of heat, but then lots of precipitation, more than I think we've ever had in August. Uh, any idea when the leaves will be at their peak, beautiful stage because of that? Yeah. So uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Mark D. He's the editor of the Idaho Mountain Express, and he and I were emailing a little bit, and he just gave me a little bird's eye view. He said, "Oh, I was just looking out my office window, and the the leaves are just starting to turn a little bit." This was around mid September. Um, um, so it seems like pretty pretty standard year, actually, even considering like it felt a little bit different with all that precipitation, but maybe that was a good thing. Um, of course, if there's like a really big cold snap all of a sudden, then maybe 
some of those leaves will do that thing where they're like, oh, freaking out. I don't know what to do. Do I turn or do I just drop? Um, but hopefully it'll just kind of be that like nice, easy fall the rest of the way. So yeah, I mean, the peak stage, you could, it could be even like into late October, you can see some colors. Um, so there's a nice long window of time. I've even been to Sun Valley in November. And I remember seeing leaves still on the trees that were beautiful. So have you ever seen that one map? You, you mentioned you lived near the Smoky Mountains. There's this Smoky Mountain-based map, but it's of the entire country. And you can toggle along with different dates in the fall to see uh, given different conditions, what the prediction is for no, when. No, that's amazing. <laughs> it's so cool. We'll definitely link it in the show notes. But yeah, when I like toggled along the dates, it was like Blaine County looks like it's going to be at its peak around like October 23rd. So you should have some time and then it'll kind of keep going for a little while into the very beginning of November. Okay, good to know. Any honorable mentions? I know maybe some people who live here live it, listening to this are like, oh, Ketchum's. Yeah, duh. Stanley, <laughs> yeah, duh. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. But where else? I want to throw out, uh, if you head out towards um, Hagerman, mm -hmm. the Thousand Springs Scenic Byway that you can oh, take, nice. uh, if you just get right off the freeway towards Hagerman, that will run you along sort of like towards Buell-ish. Uh, the thousands, that that is super pretty. There's a couple different hot springs you can stop at. Mir Miracle's been one of our family favorites since we were kids. And you can also stop at the Hagerman Fossil Beds National Monument, uh, which is a fun little fall drive, but lots of changing leaves mm. along, along the river there. Super pretty. I love that. That's great. Yeah. I mean, mine's going to be super basic again, but I mean, you can't really go wrong with uh, Highway 55, in the fall. Um, so any drive up that direction. Um, I have also a really lovely memory, was able to get up like, you know, during the COVID years, it was like, oh, what can we do that's not just being stuck in our apartment all the time and um, was able to get a nice Airbnb, Airbnb one year. And I just have really, really vivid memories, too, of like watching the sun come up and there's the fog over the, the lake, uh, get some coffee from Foglifter Cafe. I mean, that's pretty incredible, too. So yeah, it's almost like we we do have this special season that I think we just need to take full advantage of, and it's fall. And yeah, yeah really, really enjoying the fact that we live in a place where there are trees that turn and uh, there are a variety of different kinds and species and you can get more into it. Uh, or you can just like sit with a coffee and your book and look at it every once in a while and just zone out. And that's that's <laughs> more my speed. <laughs> You're not doing that two-hour hike that you promoted mm, to us. <laughs> not so much. I did it once, but not again. <laughs> well, Frankie, this sounds like I, I'm so ready for this. I don't know about you. I We had a perfect, really great summer, and I'm ready for like a cozy, crisp fall. Yeah, agreed. And getting out in the mountains a little bit more and going to explore outside of Boise. Again, yeah, we don't we don't do that very often uh, on this podcast, but uh, endorse, endorse this. All right. Thanks, Frankie. Thank you. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. You can find more fall getaway ideas and tips in our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning for a haunted fall tour of an Idaho ghost town. Bye.